0: I say the worst shit in the world, but it's, it's me. True. But then you're saying shit that make people in the hood do crime. You're going gonna to do it because you want to do it, but then like, you don't help them. Like you saying that you sold drugs, but, and, and that and you my, got and, a gun, that this, that, that. My moms a not... Yo, nigga, I'm, I'm, it's all good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? More more so now. You turn them the downfall, of whatever yeah. good. Yeah, the evil. Yeah, the bad you side, you side of yeah. it. Yeah. It's, it's heaven and then there's album. hell, niggas. Yeah. One day you cruising in the seven, the next day you your alibi's ain't matching up. Bullshit catching up. You hit with the Rico, they repo that vehicle. She was
1: all good just a week ago. About to start snitching, ain't you? Ready to start bitching, ain't you? I forgive you. I forgive you. Hustlin' just ain't you. Aside from the fast cars, yeah. honeys that shake their ass in balls, you know you wouldn't be involved with the underworld dealers, carriers of Mac Millie, East Coast bodyers, West Coast cat
0: pillars, little monkey niggas turned gorillas. These are my rhymes, B. This is my first album. <laughs> you can see it.
1: getting in trouble and I remember my first time going to the county I was uh I was talking to a dude in there and like he was like putting me on game and like he was uh um, he was a part of the Houston's he was a Mexican dude he was a part of the Houston's mm-hmm. and I think I was about 16 17 and like he was like I was like man what you up in here for he was like uh I'm in here for you know they, they got me on a rico charge and I'm you know I'm young you know this. 2099 young you know and i'm like what the fuck is that he was like organized crime i was like Cause since i'm a part of a gang pretty much to simplify anything that i do if it's if it's strategized in a way to where it could come back to the gang that i'm affiliated with then <laughs> we all go down yeah. so it's it's seen. As a criminal empire, it seemed as, I mean, like I said, it's it's an organized crime. And I remember specifically his shit was somebody got hit by a car. And they purpose, like they they planned it that way for somebody to get hit by a car and they killed him. You know, I'm young as fuck. I'm just sitting here listening to this nigga talk about it. He wasn't the one that did it, but.
0: They can say he's gang affiliated.
1: Yeah, they, they saw that. They saw his tattoos he was with the people that were basically wiretapped that had that that had conversations about basically the go ahead on getting it done and the sucky thing about that is once again you could be completely innocent as far as you know actions involved but the mere act of being affiliated is all that matters. That's how you that's how they were able to take down the New York mob. You know, it took a while, but the thing people gotta understand about uh once it gets to that state of being classified, oh, we're gonna hit you with the Rico, like they have enough they, they compile the evidence. Yes. The evidence
0: is there. Like they've done all the investigating. They here's here's the criminal ties. We have Sam Rothstein you know, doing whatever illegal. And then he's tied to this guy because here's a picture of them together. You you at least know this man.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Something, something. And, and it's usually, it usually comes down to phone calls and snitching. And uh, that's one of the things I liked about uh, the Godfather of Harlem. That that happened on Godfather of Harlem, I believe season two, they really get in depth with that whole situation. It's like, you on the phone, talk about kill somebody, we trying to get your dad. It's it's literally. It, it, it all comes down to, why did this first act happen? Once we figure out why this first act happened, oh, it's because of this group. Is this is this an organization? Oh, <laughs> y- y'all got album covers together.
0: Y'all, <laughs> oh, yeah. y'all y'all not only selling drugs, you're you're committing murders.
1: Yeah, committing murders, money laundering, kidnapping people. Like, the list goes on. I mean, once again, it, it sucks because you could be somebody that's not, I'm not going to say completely innocent, but you could be somewhat ignorant to the fact that it's getting that vicious. It's like, oh, boy, is really out here in these streets? And it's mm-hmm. like, well, we ain't just rapping about this shit. And, and that's why, you know, you got to have a damn good lawyer to beat it. For sure. But it's, but somewhere like Georgia, it's gonna be hard. Like New York, you could probably beat it. Cause they probably not gonna beat it. they can't use your rap lyrics against you no more, if I'm not mistaken. But if you're in the South and they compile, from what I have seen, at least seven years worth of evidence on you, you you're done. You're done. I mean, and it, it, when you get hit with that shit, it don't mean that you're doing life or anything like that, but you're gonna something's gonna happen.
0: Yeah.
1: Something's gonna it, it's that's that's a hard one to beat, dog. Cause like I said, man, usually when it gets to that point, and the, and the SWAT team come, the evidence got, is pretty solid. They got solid. what they need.
0: They got what. Yeah. They
1: need. You know, and what and what Jay say? Like, you know, boys is talking. You know, what I'm saying it's like I, I forgive you. You know, what I'm saying like yeah. you wouldn't you wouldn't buy this life. You ain't you know you didn't realize it was gonna get real like this. And now we, you know,
0: it's You're about to start snitching, ain't you?
1: It's, the street shit get real. This once again, the street shit get real, and and niggas the, niggas niggas laugh at first forty eight all the time, but it's like bro, a lot of y'all would have done that, bro. I I grew up with cats that
0: <laughs> that everybody ain't Bobby schmurder They come in and they tell you, hey, you finna go do five years, and niggas start sweating bullets, and they done brought you that that Popeyes plate in there, and he's like, Shh, man, look what what you need me to tell you, look. Let me tell you something.
1: I'm talking about I watch niggas write statements. I watch niggas point out dudes in the court. You know what I'm saying? These is dudes that don't get it twisted. Like these ain't no dudes you just gonna run up on or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like they still street dudes, but it was like it got to the point where you realize like these dudes is really like on some sociopath shit. Like they don't give a fuck about nobody but themselves. And when it came down to it's either you or me, nigga, I'm I'm not doing I'm not doing no time for you. Especially if they gave me the if they gave me the plea first. They letting <laughs> if they giving it to me first, nigga, you know, like like I said, you wouldn't you wasn't running up on uh, you know, um on, on Rico, you wouldn't run up on Rico like no. like You wouldn't run up on him. He was crazy. I mean, obviously he went out the way he did, but I'm pretty sure he got snuck. But you wouldn't run up on him. You knew he was crazy. Mm-hmm. But even him, when it came down to it, it's like, shit. I I ain't, I ain't snitching on my Harlem niggas. I'm snitching on them. like well, I let's, tell
0: on these other niggas.
1: You know, but because at the end of the day, you know, to an extent, like I said, they still heartless to me. But if you get in good with them, you know, they may protect you. It's good to have those type of dudes in your corner, you know, depending on what level you at. I've, I've always felt like Jay-Z had those type of people in his corner because I just felt like all them dudes that was getting on stage with him, they couldn't write lyrics. Y'all niggas ain't rappers. <laughs> Y'all are definitely, you know, bodyguard enhancements. And, and I mean... like i said beanie siegel was definitely you
0: have emory jones who's like oh this nigga was locked up through the whole rise of jay-z but you know he get out and he got a nice cush position for life i don't know what emory jones did i never i never took the time to look it up but he stepped out into some money hey when you in the black community unfortunately when you step into that type of
1: money you got to have shooters you know and 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 to be safe, you don't you don't need to be the shooter. When you're the shooter, it makes it worse. You know what I'm saying? Beanie Siegel. You know, uh, I believe um that old dude. Wouldn't the dude sign the Drake uh A-R-A-B? Wouldn't A-R-A-B, like, wouldn't A rap or A Wasn't ARM like wasn't he a Philly rapper that was signed to Drake? And I mean he shouted him out one time. And from what I understand, like, I mean, I've never heard to do rap, but he apparently went in on some shit like that.
0: He was. A I, I remember it was during that um that that whole Meek Mill beef where he that, that he you know, came through in the rape bumping AR app. So. You know
1: what I'm saying? It's like, who is this guy? Like, you know, just like man, I I man, I could go. It's unfortunate, dog, that dudes in the rap game can never really leave that shit alone. But it's almost like. Like I said the other day, Duval had a post and he was talking about how at the end of the day, bro, it's really only eighty dude. It's not, when it, it, in in regards to black men, it's really only eighty cats out there that got money. You know, just just for you know, yeah, you know, he he said he's basically saying it ain't a lot of guys out there with money.
0: No, you know. In regards it might be to the- a lot of guys that look like they got money,
1: exactly. I mean, did you when I sent you that uh, that Nigerian dude Hush Puppy? Did you like really like scroll his page or did you just
0: glance? No, at I, 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 went see- through, I went through the whole page.
1: How did you feel about
0: that guy? <sighs> who, who was that who, that jumped out the fake plane like Big Fendi that, that, that pretended he like jumped out the helicopter and dropped some bars of knowledge? I think he's some kind of manager or something for Fabulous or something like that. I don't know, but it's kind of mm-hmm. like. I got like in in current culture, I got whole Tinder swindler, I got just the 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 flashy kind of vibes, but just like there's no no proof of where it comes from. <laughs> it's
1: like, like who are you?
0: Who are and, you? And... you? I mean, you could be just random and rich, you know that that happens. But when you're of this culture, and I, and I say of this culture as as well, I want to say our culture, but our culture is super diverse now. But it's like you're gonna say why you're why you're there. Like when we see the 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 Instagram models, like you know, oh y'all are getting these these walkthrough appearances and y'all going to Dubai and getting shitted on. Like I know how you're getting your money. But when it comes to a man, it's kind of like Can
1: you can you remind it what you just said? Excuse me? You said they would go to Dubai and what?
0: Yeah, and get shitted on.
1: You mean figuratively or literally or
0: yes. <laughs> I mean yes. <laughs> I mean yes.
1: That is disgusting. Disgusting, dog. That's disgusting.
0: They, bro, I've I've seen shit where it's like, hey, and you you agree to 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 do this to my camel, like some wild shit, just to go over there and get a paycheck. And I mean, sh- don't get me wrong, everybody has a price.
1: Everybody got a price
0: for something. But good lord.
1: It was some, I, I'm glad you brought up Dubai because I've always wanted to, to point out something about Dubai that a lot of people may not know. For You know, Dubai is about three million people in Dubai. But the the craziest thing about Dubai is, you know, the ratio of men to women. Out there, I do not know. It's like eight to one. And, and when I figured that out, I was like, oh, oh, OK, I get it now. That's why y'all want to go out there because the probability of y'all really running them to a cat with money is, is so high. Mm-hmm. You don't really even, it's not, it doesn't even, it's not really a competitive thing for women, but for men, it gets competitive. It's like, okay, all right, you know, yeah, I get my pick, but I got to, I got to be able to do more than this prince. I gotta be able to do more than this, King. It gets really competitive for men in that in that Dubai market. I don't know if I got the ratio right, but it's something crazy like that. Cause I, you know, obviously I, it was just one of those moments where I was just like, man, what's the what's the deal with Dubai? I mean, I get it. I know it's a beautiful place, but it's like, from what I understand, it's expensive as shit. And I that's, saw that's some, what I feel too. Yeah, I saw some some people going out there, and I'm like, eh... Uh. Y'all going to Dubai for a reason. And I feel like that was the st- statistic that jumped out at me the, the most. I'm like, oh, oh, you talking eight to one. I, I'm, not, It might be even something crazier, like 10 to one. So it's a sausage fest out there. You know, yeah. and once again, a woman would love that. She would love that. The type of woman that would want to go to Dubai, of course. Like you're going to this place. I mean, you don't probably know anything about the culture. Only thing you're looking for is, okay, this is, this is what you you found something.
0: Cost of living in the United Arab Emirates is 15.6 percent cheaper than the United States.
1: Hmm. Okay.
0: So your dollar goes your dollar goes a lot further.
1: Okay.
0: Okay. What was I feeling like? Uh, oh yeah. The, that, Dubai's ratio of males to females is skewed with approximately 75% of the population being male.
1: My guy. Can you say that again?
0: 75% of the population being male. Hey, man. I ain't got no business being out there. <laughs> they got enough.
1: That's a lot, bro.
0: That's a, that's a lot. Damn. What is that? One out of every four people is a woman? Or, or, because of the way statistics works, three out of every four people is a man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It ain't it ain't Atlanta. It it's ain't Houston. You know, and honestly, man, I want to say one of the last times I went out in Houston, that ratio was getting pretty weird. Like, I was, I know for – I, I want to say pre-COVID, you can go out in Houston, definitely go out in Atlanta, and women outnumber men for sure. But like now, eh, I, I feel like it's, it's it's either breaking even or men are starting to men are starting to outnumber women out here. Like when you go places, you know. I mean, obviously the ratio is gonna be what it is, but theoretically speaking, when you go to certain venues, it's like okay, sausage fest.
0: Yeah,
1: it's, it's definitely a sausage fest, man. But I mean, look, 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 man, we just jumped out here, we just ran our mouths, it's we we. Minute. We ain't put out something what two weeks?
0: Now I says Lord Devonte graced, graced us with grace us with our presence.
1: Hey man, shout out to Lord Devonte. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Lord Devonte. Hey, look man, I let, I let you do the do the introduction, man. Or is it too late?
0: Yeah, it's too late.
1: Okay, well either late.
0: way, I'm I'm still Welly F. I'm I'm Javito. You you shout Javito again? The, shout out to the peasants that tried to knock me off my pivot. you'll never profit off my pain look man look how's life hey man cold world I'm just chilling okay two chains boys
1: okay okay as usual man it's it's a lot of stuff going on in the world I mean you know, look, I, I had I went to the gym this morning. I wanted to say something, man. Look, I, I didn't want to forget about this. <laughs> went to the gym this morning. It, this is something, this is a reoccurring thing that I've been noticing for a while now. And it, this is, you know, I'm going to say this and then we can get on to the bulk of what we're going to talk about, whatever the fuck we're going to talk about. But my advice, specifically to women out there that are actively going to the gym and trying to see changes. I encourage you to pick up weights. And I see that more and more women, the casuals, are doing it. But I'm going to need y'all to gravitate away. And when I say gravitate, I mean quickly gravitate away from the 10 pounds. That shit is not what's up. Like, 10 pounds is not a challenge for anybody. A nine-year-old girl could pick up 10 pounds. I'm gonna need y'all to 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 cap the minimum off at 20 or 25, and then go up from there. The 10 pound weights, the 12.5s, the 9.5s, like stop it. That's not challenging. You're not you're you're not doing anything with that. A, a newborn baby, Jay. How, how big is a newborn baby? You can get a newborn baby eight pounds, right? Eight pounds. Something Come on, light. man. Some some light. You know what I'm saying? Like. 10 pounds? Like, what y'all doing with 10 pounds? And that's just something I've been seeing a lot lately. And I'm just like, come on. I'm glad you're in here, ladies. But let's challenge ourselves. Let's get a little more resistance on those muscles. Let's get some, some stress on those muscles. Because in that sense, by doing that, by challenging yourself, that's when you see the change. Once again, I'm not... 100% 100% against the 10 pounds, but I kind of feel like it's, it, it, it's come on, you could do better than that. A baby 10 pounds. I know 10-year-old, I've seen I've seen children come in there with their parents chunking around 10, 15 pounds. You're a full-grown woman. You weigh 180 pounds, and you sitting here curling 10-pound weights. What you doing? Anyways.
0: So, you know, I had to get it off No, my no, chair. hold on. Before, before you leave, I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm glad Wellie F and the F stands for fitness is right here right now because I have something and I, I, I have this thought and I was have, having this conversation with Flacco earlier and um, I need, I, I, I told him that we'd probably get to it on the podcast and luckily you took it to this direction. So I need some clarification from you. So I know we, we briefly talked about um, Meg the Stallion in, in the club basically getting manhandled by her man, right? Yes. And then, which, which led to the comments of, A, hey, you know, Lord, you heard my prayers. Uh, you know, send me somebody that's going to handle me like that and handle me like this, this, and this, and this, and this. And so I was basically talking about, you know, correct me if I'm wrong because I could be wrong. I'm not always right. If I go to the gym and let's say I bench press 200 pounds and let's say I do four sets of 12, I can reasonably handle 200 pounds, right? let's say I go try to lift a 200 pound woman and I struggle. I'm saying it's not, I'm not saying I can't lift 200 pounds. I'm saying that when it's on a bar, it's evenly distributed. Correct? Yes. So if I go try to lift this woman who is bottom heavy or top heavy, it's not evenly distributed. So I could have trouble. Handling a woman of the same weight, correct? Yeah, a little trouble. Yeah. A little little trouble. It's gonna be harder to grip, gonna be harder to, you know, you know, to toss To handle it. It's gonna be harder to handle it because it's not you're not designed to be handled in the same way that I handle weights in the weight room. So Mm -hmm. so all this to say that there's a difference between handling weights in the weight room and handling another human body. For instance, I shouldn't, quote unquote, use the term shouldn't loosely, be out in public manhandling you like that, picking you up, moving you around, anything like that. And if I am, and if you are of the demographic that's, I'm, I'm using my words carefully as, as I approach mm-hmm. this topic, mm-hmm. of the demographic that wants to be handled like that, which is actually going to lead into the next topic that I want to talk about, actually. Don't you think it would be who of you to be in better shape to meet those requirements? Like, I'm just not going to come scoop you up off your couch and manhandle you. Like, sh- wouldn't, it be who, wouldn't it be who of you to be like, oh, I'm fit, he's fit, he can handle me like that? Because, for instance, if you're a 200 plus woman and a 200 plus man comes and he doesn't work out on the regular, you don't work out on the regular. Chances are slim that he's gonna be able to handle you like that, correct?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a lot. I mean, off the top of my head, I mean, there's a lot of dudes out here that for sure probably can't pick up their girlfriends and you know not you know with ease like that. That's not once again when you're talking about the average the average woman between the ages of 25 and 40 in America. You're talking about she weighs 175 pounds, and she probably is like five three and a half, five four. Uh, it's it's a lot of men that haven't been under a bench press since 11th grade. You telling them to, to 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 pick up 175 pounds dead weight, flesh and bone, not evenly distributed. That's 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 a struggle. Your average your average dude not doing that. I don't know. I, what's the what's what's her boyfriend's name?
0: Uh party party something. Oh, okay. Okay. Party in I Fontaine? mean something like
1: that. Okay, he's probably a big dude. And um not I mean, I know I know Meg is a is a big woman, so nine times out of ten, she's probably gonna gravitate towards a bigger dude that can handle her. Uh I don't I'm not sure if you really asked me a question outside of is is handling that type of weight normal? No, the average dude can't do that. Because once again, like I said, I know off the top of my head. A lot of dudes out here couldn't pick up their girlfriends. It'll be a struggle. And I and I'm I've been in I, I was in situations 10 years ago when I was messing with chicks, you know, they freaking thighs was the you know the size of both my legs. And mm. you know, you just have those moments where you're playing around and you pick them pick them up, they get terrified because they know you're gonna drop them. And it's like, <laughs> you know. That's that's really and once again that's ten years ago. I just start really getting in shape like seven eight years ago. So I know how that transition is. I didn't do it so I could start manhandling like women, but I know how it is to be of of average strength. And once again, man, you're you're talking about twenty five percent. You looking at Dubai stats like one one in four dudes work out at you know on a, on a consistent basis. You know. I, I can't say, I can't say, I can't say 50%. It's definitely less than that. Like, one in four dudes work out on a consistent basis. And this ain't no knock on them. I'm just pointing out the fact that, like you said, what that dude did is rare. And um, I'm assuming that you're probably gonna get to the fact, like you said, like ain't nobody need to be doing that in public anyway. Like what we on? Why are we on that anyway? Like, I, I feel like Black people have come too far to, to start regressing like we're doing. And just being on some, like, on some weird hypersexual shit all the time, it's unnecessary. And You know, th- th- that's why I just think it, I just find it hilarious that, you know, I was talking to you earlier today. I'm just sitting here and I'm just watching, the, you, know, you know, people just, have enjoying themselves at the pool, but it's just like, man, just looking at the evolutions of the bikini, it's like, what we own out here? When you're seeing like little seven year old girls rocking the same stuff that a 20 a, a year old girl would be rocking, like, this is weird out here, you know. And we already, at, we already at a point where, you know, people are, are kind of, how do I say, people are like low key grooming these kids and it's getting swept under the rug because they don't, you know. Nobody wants to be on some, you know. You don't want to wrongly classify somebody as a pedophile or a sex offender.
0: But or, or it's kind of like you walk out there and he's like, "Man, this this child is a is a, you know scantily clad. This this baby is a, is is wearing you know is, is showing too much skin." But then if I call somebody out, it's like, "Well, why are you looking at that child like that?" You, you look and, like the perv. Now you look like the perv
1: and it's strange because once again and I've been saying this probably like for 3 years on this podcast or more like I feel like America has just gotten too quote unquote sexy everything needs to be sexy like i even i was even reading into some comments you know some people that were lgbt i think that um somebody had posted something these these chicks were playing this game with this like i guess it was like two dildos or whatever and like they were like, I don't know if the dildos were like water guns or something. It was, a, it was a crazy ass game. And it was a sexualized game. And it looked like it was between mom and daughter. And I mean, it was a couple of people in there that was LGBT that was just like, and y'all say that we sexualize everything. And I'm like, I really feel like to this point y'all exist because heterosexual people sexualize shit so much in the last 10 years. Like, it's getting wild out here. I mean, once again, it's to the point where you can't look at anything in a wholesome manner anymore. Because in my personal opinion, a six or seven year old girl or boy at a pool at the beach. I mean, all they need is all they need is swim trunks and a shirt. That's it. You know, why do you want to why do you want to dress this little little person up like a little version of you? You know, that's that's why, you know, you had, you made you made me laugh the other day when you was like, you know, shout out to all the moms out there raising a raising their boyfriends. That shit is real. Like it's almost like we don't it's almost like there was a fine line at first, and then that fine line turned into a slippery slope.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and here we are. And that, and that shit's strange, man. But um to get that get back to the point, like I said. Ain't no reason for you to be trying to go in the club and to your girlfriend, fake humper, fake sexer. <sighs> Once again, it was it was a viral video that was going around not too long ago. And a girl was like, I don't, I don't like when I see chicks twerking in a club. I didn't really get the full gist of that video. But I mean, I'm and I'm not saying I agree with her, but I respected her perspective because I'm just like, you know how I feel about every time I, you know. Sunday morning come. I wake up. I'm just, you know, getting my routine. Let me get on Snapchat. Let me get on Instagram. Oh, here we go. She twerking. Oh, she twerking. She was twerking last night. She was smoking last night. I'm just like, once again, to each his own. Enjoy your life. Do what you do. But please don't try to make it seem like twerking is some type of African ritual that you're just doing in celebration of blah, blah, blah. No, you're doing that because you're horny a lot of times you're doing that because it's a sexual flaunt it's like a mating dance almost to this point you know
0: like i tell you all the time you see the the snapchats and everything where it's the the women that are in the club together and they twerking and everything and they feeling on each other like you they're out there groping each other in public that's sexual yeah that's sexual and as a man i'm sitting there and i'm watching you objectify her now i'm objectifying both of you because i'm thinking about doing that nasty with both of y'all because that's what I'm seeing. That's basically what y'all are insinuating. That's what the human look. Y- y'all, 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 aren't, y'all, aren't insinu- y'all aren't insinuating that you're finna go do taxes later. <laughs> you, you sure? You sure? It it don't look like y'all look y'all enrolling for the master's program. But look, they might be getting ready to go to Bible study. It, it it does not look like y'all trying to find out what happened to Jean Bonnet <laughs> 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 oh, oh no, bro. Oh no. Who are we to judge? That's not what it looks like to me from my perspective. What does it look like to you? You're you're 34, right? 34. You're a
1: 34-year-old male. Your race doesn't matter right now. You're a 34-year-old male. You're a
0: heterosexual male. When you see 100% of my sex has been with females.
1: (laughs) Trust me. I believe you. you. When you see
0: these acts occurring what comes to your mind i'm trying to fuck something (laughs) (laughs) that
1: doesn't mean that you're gonna go take it
0: no you're not raping them or nothing
1: like that but your mind goes to a place that most sane normal quote unquote heterosexual men that's where they mind go to my thing is just out of curiosity, and we should probably have a, we'll probably have a, a a woman on the show next week, depending on how the cards align, but I would love to know what happens, what's occurring in a woman's mind when she says, okay, I'm about to turn around, and I'm about to gyrate and bend over, like, what influences that? Are you doing that 100% sober-minded? Or are you a little buzzed and you're thinking, dang, I sh- I could I can,
0: I really could use some. What are you doing? What does it mean? I'm just trying to find out. You know, it's really the ones that do it for like five seconds and then hit you with the let me stop, hold on, Ugh. let me quit. Don't let don't let me get started. Oh God, it's what you gonna do? <laughs> you gonna, you're gonna air this bitch out for, for making your ass cheeks clap? Like like what's what's gonna happen? Why don't why should you get started? And it makes me think it's kind of like, all right, cool. You in here twerking? I'm finna walk up. Cause what's the common dance that a man does when a woman twerks? I mean, she just follow behind it. He just standing there with with his dick on your back. <laughs> <laughs> just, that, just, that's just what trying- he's doing. He standing there with his dick on, with his dick on your back, trying to keep his balance. So when you out there, and if you out there just to have a good time with your girls, perfectly fine. Probably a group of guys out there just trying to have a good time with their boys. But when you out there and you're trying to Attract a suitable mate. Is this what's bringing the quality of man that you want? Like, like we, we had the conversation, Hey, if I want a woman that likes to read, that likes to cook, that, um, likes to go to the park, that likes to go on hikes, she's probably not going to be in the club she might be at the library she might be on the hiking trails she might be at a cooking class a cooking seminar she might be at motherfucking bed bath and beyond buying some cooking shit she's gonna be everywhere but the club
1: in my honest opinion i'm I'm gonna say a couple things I, i i'm hearing what you're saying First, I'm gonna say for the, to, to summarize what you're saying, a lot of these quote unquote, you know, quote unquote, good girls or the girls that are probably better prospects, they they usually mind their business, for the most part, they probably mind their business and they and they staying out the way. Um, that's 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 my belief. It, even in that even in that case, that doesn't really, that's not it's not gonna be definitive that 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 woman is gonna be good for you. But for the most part. I would say the quality in that type of woman probably goes up a little bit more. But but then again, you know, it all comes it comes down to personality, too. Some people introverted, some people extroverted. Like I told you the other day, I really feel like your average woman. I feel like a normal, sane
0: woman. (laughs) Does not really like being alone. For the most part, what you would say, a normal saying woman doesn't like men.
1: <laughs> no, 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 I no. Mean, that's what it's coming to now. The, the social programming is getting it to that point where the misandry is so, is at an all time high. Uh, and we'll get to that later. But beyond that, the I would say the natural hardwiring of a woman, they don't they don't really I mean that's why you have plant moms that's why you have cat ladies dog moms that's why you have these these terms for women in that at the end of the day it just it's to me it's just signifying that they have a companion and for the most part women thrive better mentally when they have a companion I mean that's just I mean that that's what I've uh, observed in my 37 years I could be wrong But for the most part, I mean, honestly, nobody likes being alone. But for my understanding of women and having my conversations with honest women, they will tell you straight up, I don't like being alone. If I have the choice, I would prefer not to be alone. So a lot of times they supplement that with either going out or getting something in place of a companion, and nowadays, you know, for a fact, don't even have to be a man. It could be a woman these days, or it could just, you know, it could just be a bestie uh, or a relative. But for the most part, like I said, these people don't like being alone. So if you see them in the club twerking, I mean, that's their cope. They with their girls, they having a good time. So like I said, that doesn't necessarily downgrade them. All no, I'm, but I agree with you that the message isn't. The message is it's not a good one, but I'm a firm believer that, honestly, the age group under 40, I feel like if they're, for the lack of a better term, if I feel like these, if I'm looking at a chick and she's a a seven or above, meaning she's above average, meaning she's probably not overweight, feminine qualities are easy to see, uh, natural beauty, so on and so forth. She's she's above average. If she's above average and she's single and she's at that that age where you know you're looking, okay, you know she's she's still perfectly capable of having kids. She still has that. She's in that that range where she can still say, you know, quote unquote, settle down, and have a family, blah blah blah. I feel like a lot of those women they don't they don't want they literally do not want to stop doing what they're doing. I think they have no real interest in being in a relationship at that moment. I believe they're waiting for that, for that clock to start vibrating almost to that bitch about to
0: explode. When that shot clock gets under 10.
1: I think that's what a lot of them are waiting for. They're they're waiting for it subconsciously, you see the jokes. Oh, you know, I I, I say I want to, you know, get with a dude and blah, blah, blah. He kind of be able to like, oh, not you. It's because you're really not interested in really settling down. You see settling down is this negative thing. That's fine. Just you you just need to admit it. Because. Once again, that girl that I just described 30 seconds ago, she had a dude that she was 27. She had a dude that probably wanted to marry her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then it, it comes down, you start you start creating these excuses. Oh, I wasn't ready yet. Oh, I'm not just gonna marry anybody, blah, blah. You making excuses. You making excuses because a lot of y'all, 10 years later, when you gain 30 pounds and you're no longer, you know, as sex as, as as sexy as you were 10 years ago, so on and so forth, you'd be ready to get back with that same dude.
0: That same nigga. And, and don't get me wrong. I don't, I don't want to, I didn't, I wasn't trying to say that anytime a woman leaves the house, she's looking for a man. Anytime a single woman leaves the house, she's looking for a man. I am not trying to say that by any means. But what I, what I did want to convey is that when you hunt figuratively, mm-hmm. hunt with skill, hunt with intent, hunt with knowledge. And be self-aware. and be And be self-aware. And that's what. Uh, let's not go there. Let's not go there yet. Let's not. Go Man, there I got. Yet. I got time. Let's. Let's not. I got go there. time. Okay, I got. Let's time. go there. All right, let's go there. And that's what Kevin Samuels was saying to both men and women. You gotta be fucking self-aware. I can't be two hundred and ninety-eight pounds thinking that I'm finna go get this. You know, five foot five, one hundred and thirty-five pound you know, fitness instructor, unless I'm bringing money, big dick, or something else that she needs. Because Kevin Samuel sat there many times and talked to me. how tall are you? This, this, like his rundown, how tall are you? How much you weigh? Do you got a big dick? And anytime time a nigga would stumble and say, oh, well, you know, no. No, nigga, you know if you got a big dick or not. Like, it's, 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 it's nothing that you have to think about. Enough women have told you that you know. Yeah. Yeah. Same with women. You know, how tall are you? How much you weigh? How many kids you got? Like there, there was a formula to this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, look.
1: Rest in peace to that man. Is, as far I mean, if he really, if he really did, as far as we concern, as far as I'm concerned, by conspiracy inside, I feel like. <laughs> They just had to scoop that man up. He went to Argentina somewhere. They was like, hey, your ideology, your ideology is plaguing the the community. We gotta we gotta separate you. We gotta remove you because I'm, I'm kind of joking, but at the same time, like I don't know anybody that's alive, I don't know any average black male that's alive right now that wouldn't wanna go out like Kevin Samuels did. Meaning Bruh, I didn't know who Kevin Samuels was before COVID. In two years, he did some shit that most men can only dream of. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's he's rent free in a lot of these chicks' heads. And I'm like, man, that is hilarious. I've never in my life, outside of one time when he had Britney Renner on the show, watched that man's podcast or watched him on OG Live. I didn't follow him. I saw upwards of about 15 to 20 snippets people have sent me. And for the most part, the people I heard talk about him the most were women. The people I've seen post about him the most were women. I never saw men post about him until he passed. And they finally come out the woodworks and they just kind of like, hey, man, like y'all wilding, like y'all stomping on this man grave so on and so forth. Look, you can celebrate his death all you want, but once again... In two years and less, he accomplished more than a lot of people are going to accomplish in a lifetime, and that is wild. Just ba- I mean, future videos, interviewing Nicki Minaj, Brittany Renner. Like, do you understand that Hitler died? And I'm not comparing Kevin Samuels to Hitler, but do you understand that Hitler died almost a hundred years ago? And his I his ideology. Is still prevalent. It's still as strong as it was in the 1930s as it is going into the 2030s. Like you cannot walk away from modern modern society having discourse with people, especially politically, and not bring up Nazism. That's that's some powerful shit. And what Hitler did, bruh, Hitler, that was a lifetime of work for Hitler. Hitler did that shit in what? 15, 20 years. Dog, Kevin Samuels <laughs> did some shit low-key similar to what Hitler did in less than two years. I'm not saying, their magnets, it, what Hitler did was obviously way bigger. But course, I'm just saying, what Kevin Samuels did, as far as, the, when you look at it, when you scale it down the size and looking at the, the black community, bruh, <laughs> that shit is crazy. Because I'm just like, that nigga bothered y'all that much.
0: And, this, and I, was, I was talking to Greg about it. I was like, you know, let's take, let's take Derek Jackson, for example. A lot of the stuff he says I don't agree with primarily because he's shooting at a certain demographic of man. Mm-hmm. You know, when he's doing his white knighting for the females, you know, he's shooting at a certain demographic of man. I don't fit that mold, so I don't get up in arms about it too much. <laughs> I just block that nigga and gone about my business.
1: What's that country saying you be saying? When something don't affect like some something, something affect you a hit dog what you say
0: what a hit a hit dog gonna holler <laughs> <laughs> say man i ain't gonna i ain't gonna hold you i had an old pastor that said um i got the lord gave me seven days um the lord gave me seven days this week and for those days i'm used to mind my business and those other three i'm used to stay out of yours like <laughs> 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 like like I, I see the shit. Okay, cool. This don't apply to me. And I keep on moving. I don't take it to heart. And the way that the that, that you see people in the comments, and you know, women are saying this and they're saying this, this, this nigga's this, this nigga's that, this, this, and this. And then you even got the few men that are trying to fight and, and and really like like put on a cape on for them. Like again, you I don't really know this man. You don't oh, really yeah. know this man. He know, came yeah. out. You can sit there and say, Oh, he made a good point. Keep on scrolling. <laughs> <laughs> but the but again, like you said, you can you said that they can celebrate somebody's death. I find it foul to celebrate death. I see
1: man, bro. It, it,
0: bo- it bothers me personally when people bro. are celebrating death, especially the death of somebody that didn't do any physical harm to somebody. Bro, he... me? go ahead.
1: No, no. You sent me something, and somebody was talking about the violence he incited, and I'm just like, now y'all want some Donald Trump shit? Now I'm like, d- d- like m- m- the words that I choose, if I'm gonna incite violence, they're gonna be very direct. And I and we had this conversation before, but I don't want you to lose your point, so go ahead.
0: No, I, what I, what I was just gonna say is um, back to when Kobe Bryant passed away. You know, this one um, ESPN columnist, she brought up that. Oh, let's not forget what happened in, in, in Colorado. Right now, bitch?
1: Hey, man. Right it's now? A, it's a different type of hate they got for us, bro.
0: Like, damn, you want to talk about that right now? This man died in a horrific incident, and you want to talk about some rape charges right now? <laughs> a, lot a lot of people don't know. Talking about this man at some point in your life is probably giving you a platform. At some point in your career has given you maybe a boost of some sort. And you won't do that right now? That that's one of the reasons that
1: I didn't, you know, shout out to Keith, the nice cast, but you know, something I always want to say, but I'm not a controversial dude. I, I think that everybody has a hot take here and there if they're being honest and if they're not, you know, being if they're not being a pussy about it, you know, and, and nice cast knows that he he's I wouldn't I wouldn't even consider nice cast controversial. I think he's a opinionated guy. And I think a lot A lot of times when you're opinionated on because once, once again, most people know me outside of the podcast. I don't talk that much unless you just really know me. I'll kick it with you, talk shit with you or whatever. But for the most part, I'm a quiet dude. I don't talk much, you know, but I feel like once you open your mouth and you're being genuine, you're being real about yourself. of the shit that you're going to say is probably going to be a hot take or it's going to be something that somebody's going to deem controversial. So, you know, I bring up nice cast and say that when we were doing the Examples podcast, I didn't really like the angle of, you know, possibly being perceived as a controversial guy just based on the fact that we have enough of that in the world. And that's one of the reasons why I never really listened to Kevin Samuels because I felt like that was his niche. And that's what those are the snippets that got... Broadcast the most, and he was just seen as he was just he was deemed this controversial guy. Now, all of a sudden, when I'm looking, it's a bunch of dudes like once again that they 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 found value in his words. I've even seen women, I seen I saw a woman post Kevin Sanders, is the reason I lost weight, she was on his show, you know. And um, I'm seeing all these positive things that, that Kevin Sanders did. And I'm just sitting here like, see, that's the thing that I don't like about a person building an image based off controversy, bro. Like, I got a kid to feed. I got a Mm -hmm. life to live. I'm not trying to run around here like, you know, the feds after me or constantly got to watch my back. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm not on here trying to do a a live every day, trying to get super famous off of controversial takes, because that's dangerous, bro. Like, you seen, like, you seen what happened to Malcolm? You seen what happened to Pop? You seen what happened to Kevin Samuels? You know what i'm saying when these dudes talk about shit that you really shouldn't be talking about and you ain't scared to talk about it and that's what you known for bro that shit's scary you know what i'm saying i'm not saying i'm i'm
0: i'm,
1: I'm not uh i don't want to talk about those things but i don't want to be known for talking about those things i don't
0: i don't want to just come out here and volunteer this like hey you asked for my and that was the thing about kevin Simmons. all of the people that you know you have this bad taste in your mouth for they voluntarily were sitting there on his show that, that was they weird voluntarily, to me. hey, you know, oh yeah, let me let me request to join his live. And you mad because he didn't, you didn't handle he didn't handle them with kid gloves. This is this, the world is not fair. <laughs> You're not gonna get handled with kid gloves. They're not gonna say, well, you know, maybe maybe have some broccoli instead of eating the fries. You you know, you just you know might help out a little bit. Like, no, that's not. Hey, look. Your health. The doctor is gonna say, "Hey, you gotta quit doing what the fuck you go, you've been doing if you want to be here longer." The, he don't he don't say, "Yeah, stop eating steak. You know, five days a week, and just eat steak only four days a week." No, you need to cut the red meat out of your diet if you need to, if you want to be around here longer. Man, up. a
1: doctor look at you dead in your motherfucking face, and say you are gonna die in two years,
0: bruh. He could be wrong. The a, a a doctor will say, "You got this. You got it. three to six months." What you going to do? Die. A lot of y'all just going to die. You know
1: what I'm saying? Like, I mean, once again, another another podcaster that, you know, I, I usually only see a snippets is Jordan Peterson. A lot of people don't know about Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson is very similar to Kevin Samuels. Very similar to Kevin Samuels. His
0: angle was accountability. And being, you know, How do
1: I say being intentional with your actions? Mm -hmm. That's one of that's one of the things that Jordan Peterson is about. And he's also about. You're not going to put this 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 thumb on me and just hold me down and just, you know, just be a tyrant to my existence. You're going to let me live this life that I want to live, especially if this life that I'm living is not offending anybody. And if they're being offended, guess what? I have the right to offend them, just like they have the right to offend me. My mere existence can offend them, but that doesn't mean I'm gonna water myself down. At the end of the day, the reason I say that was similar was because when Jordan Peterson went on his run, he went on his run like around 2016 when he really got hot. In like 2018, he ended up in the hospital. Like this dude was in his deathbed for like a year. A lot of people don't know that shit, and uh, his daughter had introduced him to the to the carnivore diet, changed up his diet. And like his daughter was similar too. like basically, you know how it is, man. I hate to say it, but I know a lot of white people that deal with this type of shit. They they be having like these debilitating diseases that they be born with. Shit's scary. Mm -hmm. But he was on his deathbed. And a lot of people that consider themselves like liberal progressives, a lot of people on the left, they was wishing his they was wishing for him to die because of the type of movement that he had created. And the thing that got him popular was this interview that he did with this with some woman that tried to railroad him. But he basically was just like, I'm not calling the transgender person the pronouns they want to be called. I'm not feeding into their delusion. And he had a very sound reason for why. He's like, freedom of speech. You know, when it comes down to it, and it's like it, I'm not trying to purposely offend anybody, but you're delusional. I, biology says there's two fucking genders. You know what I'm saying? Now, when it comes to sexuality, there's a bunch of sexualities. I give y'all that. Bisexual, heterosexual, asexual, pansexual, tomato sexual. I don't give a damn. You could be all that shit. But I say this to say that Jordan Peterson was very similar to him. But the thing was, he overcame that shit. And I believe the reason he overcame that shit was because he stopped. He took time to rest, rehabilitate, and he came back and the dude, he I mean, he, he looked good. I mean, he's he stronger than ever. And I want to say he a couple of years older than Kevin Samuels. My belief in all this outside of conspiracy theory I was saying earlier is I just felt like Kevin Samuels was just rolling in the dough. And he never, that's why people say he was always drinking Red Bull. It was like he was constantly trying to get to the money.
0: He, you know what I'm he understood. Uh, he might have understood that, hey, this time is limited, especially in this age. I need to capitalize as much as I can right now. Look, bro. He might have realized that.
1: I can't be telling no 57, 60-year-old dude. I can't be really giving them advice. But I'm going to tell you right now, man, at 37 years old, the healthier I get, the more I want to rest. The more I appreciate my rest. You know what I'm saying? I don't care how much money out there, man. I'm going to find time to get six to eight hours of sleep. Yeah. Um, like, I'm sorry, like Everybody ain't built like Nick Cannon Everybody ain't built like Jay-Z You know what I'm saying, like, as far as I'm concerned Bezos and the must types, they probably Only getting four or five hours of sleep a day I ain't doing that, that ain't a goal of mine And I think that, you know, Kevin Samuels is that type of dude, that like I said He was getting to the bag, I mean, he probably was Constantly in a different city Constantly meeting people, two hours of sleep You getting two hours of sleep bro? you, you know what that's you, doing to your you, immune
0: system You sleeping on this flight that's
1: all the right. sleep you finna get. Bruh, do you know what that's doing to your immune system? And I know a lot of y'all forgot what the immune system was in the last two years.
0: The definition get has me, changed.
1: Look, don't get me cooking on the COVID, because Wellie F. was right. 1,000% <laughs> <laughs> right. We've been right since 2020. Wait,
0: wait, 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 wait. Specifically, what were you right about?
1: It's just the flu. It was just the flu. And it was a political weapon. It was always a political weapon. They knew it from the beginning. But they're gonna what they're gonna do is they're gonna gaslight you. They're gonna make you think that you're crazy, because when it's all said and done, once they start playing this political war, they made you pick a side. Once you pick the side, they tried to make you feel like a monster for picking the wrong side. But in reality, they knew that. When, it, when they accomplished their goal, they were going to circle back and they were going to be like, yeah, you know, we're figuring this out and that. Oh, so you're saying that what we knew a year and a half ago already, y'all just now finding out. But yeah, the data has changed. No, no. But y'all was adamant about it though. Y'all was like, y'all need to take this vaccine. Y'all better do this because we for sure, it's for sure going to save you. The dumbest thing I've ever heard in the past year was yes I got COVID <laughs> but at least I'm vaxxed and boosted so it's it's not as bad as it should have been Jay What's up, how bro? the fuck do they know <laughs> <laughs> there's people that's vaxxed and boosted and they dead eat Kevin Samuels a lot of people said he was vaccine and boosted Bob Saget. Uh, what's the look? What's the little crazy motherfucking name that uh played the uh, parakeet?
0: Gilbert uh, Godfrey.
1: Gilbert Godfrey. Uh, the list goes on. They like, said a lot of these people were vaccine boosted But y'all just gonna sweep it under the rug. But I ain't finna go down that lane. Cause like I said, we was right. We've been new.
0: I was we gonna I, I was gonna be a fire starter and say my body, my choice, but
1: <sighs> look, man. I told y'all a long time ago on this show. Yeah, y'all can sit here and say we ain't got no uterus, we can't talk. But just three weeks ago, y'all ain't know what a woman was. Y'all celebrating somebody that's that's going into the Supreme Court. They're asking her what's a woman she don't even know. And y'all celebrating that. What y- what we on? <laughs> like... The way, that,
0: the, the, way, the way that goalposts just move, like, you know, sometimes a field goal is, is sometimes a two-point conversion is just like, oh, this is, this is a two-yard field goal. And sometimes you kicking that motherfucker from midfield.
1: Why I got a pregnant man emoji in my phone? Why is a pregnant man emoji an option in my phone?
0: Hey, man, say, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Look, man. Get back to the point, man. Because I, I look, this yeah, is what happened get, when we gone for two weeks.
0: Get to the point, because I was gonna go way left. <laughs> I was
1: gonna go way left to to, to 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 bring it back. I agree with you one hundred percent. It seemed like Kevin Samuel was just trying to, t- you know, he was just you you asking a you asking a real nigga what he want from a chick that he trying to, you know, he trying to be with. I'm gonna just go ahead and say settle down. I don't think settle down is a negative thing. I know a lot of people out there that think when they hear settle down is a negative thing, but I, I just want to point out that everybody starts from a point of playing the field. And when you play in the field and then you don't you no longer want to play the field because you have what you want, you're gonna you're gonna stop, you're gonna settle down. You know what I'm saying? It's like you're going on a long ass journey and you were looking for something on that journey. You find it, guess what? You're gonna settle down. It's okay to settle down. You know what I'm saying? But if you find it as something negative, I mean, that's you, but I don't think it's something negative. So, like I said, Kevin said Especially
0: in, in this time when, when, when definitions don't apply to words like they used to.
1: They don't. So when they people,
0: don't. You, you say settle down, bad is cool, cool is bad, and everything like that. It's like, oh, you settled down. It's like, yeah, I was done wilding. I sat the fuck down. And I'm happy to rest because I don't have to wild anymore. It's tough out there in them streets. 99%
1: of y'all are going to do that. 99% of y'all have a body count that's probably the size of Ted Bundy's. So, you know, when it's all said and done, you're going to settle down, too, and that's perfectly fine. Walking into modern relationships, whether you're getting married, get into a situationship, whether you're stopping, you're coming, like, that person's coming with baggage, in a, you know, as far as their sexual history. That's, if you ain't trying to accept that, then you just... You just need to check out of the game. Go get your plants. Go get your dogs. Go get your cats. You know, do what you need to do. But I'm sorry. Man or woman, you coming into this game, especially after the age of 30, it, come on. That, that sexual history is going to be long. You, and, 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 and at the end of the day, even if that sexual history ain't long, shit, uh, a motherfucker could do a lot of damage on eight bodies.
0: Shit. Ted Bundy had 30, for anybody that was wondering. Hey. And, it, and at the same time, I don't give a shit about your bodies. The only thing that the only thing that I need to know about your bodies is they didn't give you something that you can't give back as far as an STD or something like that. And I know I need to know those bodies ain't in my inner circle. Look, man, that's what I need to know about bodies. I'm glad you said that.
1: A lot of y'all may not know this. And I know that, you know, Wellie F is a man. He doesn't know anything about ovaries and the uterus and all that. But I do know a thing about working out. And I'm telling y'all right now, I ain't never said this before, but it's starting to bother me more and more. Because once again, I'm seeing this trickle down to the younger women. I see these high school girls coming in there with these tight ass clothes on. And I'm telling y'all right now, that's not really healthy for y'all. And y'all know what I'm talking about. When you're getting, when you're getting really sweaty and you're in those tight ass clothes, that's disgusting. And you got to pay attention to the fact that some of your some of your most known bodybuilders from years ago, they wear loose clothes for a reason like. The, you know, unless you're just one of those people that are very OCD and you're very, you know, it's like clockwork, you, you're in your tight clothes, you sweat, you take this shit off immediately, that's fine. But I ain't going to get into what I'm, I really want to say. But the fact of the matter is that shit isn't healthy. And I really think that it's getting out of hand. And I was reading something recently about it. And I'm like, man, this is something that people don't like to talk about because they're embarrassed about it. But a lot of things could go down in a negative way when you're wearing nasty, sweaty clothes. For long durations, and that shit is a, a daily habit. You know, we, we we're we're going we're we're supposedly a health conscious society, but you gotta realize that a lot of this shit is new. We're learning a lot of things, and that's something that's trending right now. Just like a lot of y'all thinking that y'all just gonna shoot yourselves up with testosterone to get bigger or to to do whatever. Like, man, you gotta really be cautious with the shit that ain't got. 10 plus years worth of data on it. And and honestly, wearing these tight yoga pants just, that y'all getting from Sheen and Fashion Nova, y'all not really understanding what the material is and y'all just sweating in that cheap shit, y'all better be careful, man, because it's going to have some adverse effects for y'all. Because I'm telling you, honestly, when you're working out, the weight is loose clothing, comfortable clothing. Or like I said, you need to be like clockwork with it and making sure that that stuff is getting washed and,
0: and thrown out periodically because. And get you <sighs> some of that Lysol sanitized. That shit's look, nice. I ain't even going to hold you. Look, I'm just, you know,
1: I, I'm I'm, try, I'm trying to drop gyms today because I care about y'all. And I felt like Kevin Samuels cared about a lot of y'all too. I think that y'all just chose to see the negative light only because y'all wake up wanting to be offended.
0: I think I think Kevin Samuels wanted to make you care about yourself.
1: You you think you think you think after a woman watching so many times a man say, how tall are you? How much do you weigh? How many kids do you have? Yeah, that hurts. That hurts. I know it does. You know, it's just telling like telling you well, that
0: telling you that at 35 years old you're a leftover woman.
1: Look, man, if you've been listening to the podcast for more than two years, we we had talked about the leftover woman already. I, we we put y'all onto leftover woman before Kevin Samuels. The leftover woman is a Japanese concept. Like that's old news. That shit that shit was born in the eighties. It's you know the Japanese, uh, that the, the the Asian culture is very conservative socially, yeah, and for they sure. and they're very realistic. And the ideal behind the leftover woman is I'm gonna repeat it for y'all that didn't catch it the first time. It does not mean that y'all are useless. It does not mean that y'all are you know there's no hope for y'all. But the the the, the thing is you're no longer the ideal woman for somebody that's looking down looking looking and stopping and saying oh hey I want to settle down I want to start a family. You're 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 more the risk with you is higher. Y'all looking at the Kelly Rollins y'all looking at the um. Uh, Who else just had a kid at at, at 40-something? Y'all looking at these anomalies, y'all looking at these exceptions. I think
0: Nicki Minaj was close to 40-something.
1: Yeah, okay, okay. Y'all looking at these exceptions, and y'all not realizing that they're exceptions. The Japanese, the Chinese, the Koreans, whatever. These people, they believe in a biological clock they not running around here talk about men can get pregnant. they not running around here talk about their 366 genders. They keep in the book with y'all. They let y'all know that a biological clock is real. We don't mean this in an offensive way. We're just letting you know that, on average, between 34 and 36, biologically, a lot of y'all start to check out. And a man that, once again, is trying to settle down, find a wife, he probably not looking your way no more. Because realistically, you can't, you can't provide what he wants. You want him to provide the coins, right? Yeah. You want him, him to God provide damn right. the coins, right?
0: Goddamn right. Well, well, guess what? You gotta you provide the seeds.
1: You're 38, you overweight, trash immune system. <clears throat> Who knows if you can provide a child? You probably just gonna be wasting his time. I mean, and I really feel like that's what happened between your old buddy and making good. Like, ain't making good 40, 41.
0: I think she's I think she's up in that range. And, 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 she uh, and talk, with him being a, a pastor, I could assume that he did want to. Um, he wants a child me.
1: eventually. I mean, you know, you 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 you. She's forty. I'm, I'm not saying she's not gonna have a child, but regardless of how y'all feel about, and, and y'all are y'all are we're we're too reliant on modern technology at times. We already have gotten so dumb that we can't remember each other's phone numbers at the time, which. I have an excuse for that but you know what i mean like we rely on modern technology so much and a lot of y'all are relying on modern technology to keep y'all wounds in check and the reality is a lot of y'all are gonna be 44 and alone and you gonna be mad sitting there thinking to yourself they lied to me and then you're gonna start making excuses oh i didn't really want a kid anyway look mama we got receipts i can go back on your instagram i can go back on your facebook you was just crying about having a kid six years ago. You was mad because nobody was paying you don't mind five years ago. You was on Kevin Samuel's show wondering why nobody wants you. <laughs> like <laughs> now you like, oh, I don't want no kids no more anyway. Whatever you say.
0: Whatever you say. <sighs> Got hot in here real quick. Good Lord. Hey. <laughs> nigga, nigga was over there on the hibachi. God damn. <laughs>
1: Look, man, like I said, two weeks off. Y'all about to get y'all, we about to be going for a whole month eventually. I better prepare. Now, better prepare if I tell you, I got time today, man. Cause I love y'all. I love every I love everybody that comes and listens for, for 20 minutes, 40 minutes, a whole two hours. Why you looking like that, man?
0: This is my face, this is how my face looks.
1: <laughs> not... Anyways,
0: because, been... because because I I know. Okay, hey, look, man. Like you said, for what you doing for four days? <laughs> Taking care of my own business.
1: <laughs> so what you doing for the other three?
0: Stand the fuck out of here.
1: look. Can we all get on that accord? Can we all get on that accord? Look, man. I don't want to hold the show like I always do, man. I know you. I know. I know you had something else on your mind before we start closing out slowly.
0: Damn, I feel like I, I feel like I hit my points. I didn't, you know, I didn't go too crazy off the rails. I, I, I yeah, 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 hit that, covered that, hit that twice. Yeah, yeah, sounds good, looks good.
1: Oh, they say when you hit it twice.
0: Hey man, a, say, man. I'm
1: just fucking with you. That's just hey, man, some, city, say, man. That's some city boy shit right there. <laughs> <laughs> you think you think that's gonna be a hot hot girl summer? Like you think you think this is gonna be an interesting summer? Like, I mean, with the inflation and all, you know.
0: I don't know. It's, it's, y'all, it seems like y'all started crawfish season early and shut it down pretty early too. Bruh, bruh. The bad crawfish on y'all ass, so it seems
1: <laughs> <laughs> crawfish
0: expensive
1: it was like yeah, maybe next year
0: maybe next season Look, maybe I was I was plucking the babies I, god damn them weren't even adult crawfish them was the babies <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know I don't, I don't know if it's going to be a, a hot girl summer or a city boy summer I, I, looking at the prices of flights and everything it looks like a lot of people are going to be doing a lot of sitting down I'll probably be one of those people that be doing a lot of sitting down I ain't even going to hold you
1: I, mean, I know I am, bro. I'm just you know, i'm I'm trying to, I'm
0: trying to make bigger moves, but yeah, for sure, for sure. do a lot of sitting down.
1: I think i'm I think I'm enjoying my fourth quarter of the year for obvious
0: reasons, and
1: I'm gonna continue to stay positive, you know, um, some good things happening this year, you know, stuff I don't need to talk about on the show. But um, the reality is, you know, I definitely feel like this is one of those summers where I'm definitely gonna chill just because. I was talking to somebody the other day, and I feel personally that people are, especially in Houston, they're—I won't say that they're overlooking, but they're not being honest with themselves when they not when they're not having conversations about how dangerous the city is. I know I've talked about that multiple times, and I don't want to get in the open this day, but shit, wild out here when you can't, you know, fucking park your car. You know what I'm saying? It, it, where you live, where you can't, you know what I'm saying? You can't walk, you can't go on Chuck E. Cheese without having a strap on. Like you can't go on the Chili's without the strap. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta well, have a strap.
0: If you're doing what you should be doing, you probably can. <laughs> if you out here wilding, then you get I mean, hit how- with that recoil, they repo your vehicle. <laughs> Shit was all good just a week ago.
1: Look, bro, how many people you think out here not wilding? One out of every three. <laughs> <laughs> One out of every four. Talking Dubai stats, man. <laughs> Look, most people that's actively getting out right now probably would be better off staying in the house, but they get out and nowadays modern fun consists of doing hood rat things with my friends. So if you out doing hood rat things with your friends, you gotta be cautious. And I'm seeing way too many headlines. Like I said, man, you you got people out here ODing. You got people out here getting in fights, you know, shooting at people. Just different people getting murdered. People getting kidnapped. Kids going missing. It's just, it's wild out here, bro. It's wild out here. I'm talking Houston alone. Houston alone, you know. So I can only imagine how it is in places like L.A., Atlanta. Or places where it's like even more expensive because, like I said, uh, this shit this really this shit really occurs after every historical moment. I mean, after World War One, I, I mean that shit pretty much birthed the the bank robber because after World War One, around that time, you you looking you looking at the Great Depression. Mm-hmm. You know, motherfuckers ain't got no jobs. Where they gonna get their money from? Well, I'm finna come get yours.
0: I need that, <laughs> sir. Why are you looking at me like you really <laughs> gonna come get my money? <laughs> I need that, Jay. <laughs> just, just go sir, ahead. Sir, this is this is an Arby's. <laughs> I don't know what you think we got going on. Yeah, y'all money laundering anyway, because I don't know how y'all still in business. Oh, how how come Arby's haven't got hit with the Rico? <laughs>
1: Hey, if y'all bored though, look up corporations that have been hit with the Rico. You probably gonna get a good laugh. It has been some
0: corporations that got hit with the Rico though. That shit funny. And if you look up all the companies that are under the Army's flagship. Oh yeah, yeah. They they look bro, should probably be hit with the Rico. They probably should have, they probably should oh, for selling some bullshit. Bruh. I said what that, look, bro. I could I think every
1: signature signature store out there. Every signature store, maybe except Slotsky's, I can tell you they signature sandwich, bro. But I can't tell you shit about Arby's, bro. I can bro, tell you please. they... That's their signature sandwich? Yeah. Oh. Oh, that's what that deep boys nigga be talking about in the commercial.
0: Yeah. Oh. oh okay, okay. Yeah. Well, I, I Look real, real quick. You got Arby's, Baskin-Robbins, mm-hmm. Buffalo Wild Wings, Dunkin' Donuts, Jimmy John's, Mr. Donut, Rusty Taco, Sonic Drive-In. Bruh. I've never heard of Rusty Taco or Mr. Donut. Those are the fronts. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah they fronts.
0: Sonic, Buffalo Wild Wings, Dunkin' Donuts, Jimmy John's, Basketball to a certain extent. Those are the ones that's making the money. They bringing in a dough. Every, everybody else on some bullshit. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they should have... <laughs> Bruh! Them niggas, they on the bench for real. Like, unless we up, unless we up by thirty, you ain't coming out. You ain't getting in the game.
0: You not getting this roast beef, buddy. <laughs> not getting
1: it. Look, man,
0: that shit wild, bro.
1: Hey, it, 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 I, I don't apologize if you
0: listening and you like Arby's. Because if you listen listening, you like Arby's, you gonna have to. We going to have some words. Cause <laughs> no, no, no. What we gonna do is we gonna go to Arby's one day.
1: <laughs> it's going to be f- on
0: you. It's going to be <laughs> on you. I'm going to let you pick what I need to get off the menu. We going to go to Arby's. We go we I'm going to find out. No, nah, I'm not going to say that. That was that was very very inappropriate. Very homosexual. Um Wow. We going to find out if you Arby's You say pause. You to say pause like a, New a New decent York grade of fast food.
1: I got one right across the street from me. That whole connected to a gas station. <laughs>
0: Look. I was I was gonna say we're gonna find out if RB <laughs> Pause. <laughs> no, nah, oh. I'm just gonna cut that out. You ain't got for work <laughs> <laughs> We got the
1: meats. Whatever the fuck that means. But look, man, as always,
0: what you got oh, one day? Yeah, I noticed something today. Not today, uh, sometime this week. I realized I have a progression of cell phone contacts. Like you started just the number. Get cool. You get your, you get your first, a first name. All right. A little longer. You get a first and last name. Then when you get to the inner circle, you get a nickname. Mm -hmm. Piss me off. You start going backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Am I the only one that has a progression like that? Is that an OCD thing? No, no, no. You you fuck with me the wrong way. You become initials. Damn, initials. Yeah, you just become initials. See, initials. I see, so you fuck with me the wrong way. You go to the number, so I look at it it's like who the fuck? Mm, that's that shit. Or
1: that, or that, because once again, if if your number not saved in my phone, you can't contact me anyway. Damn. Yeah, if you if like if you call me, it's just gonna go straight to voicemail. I don't Amazing I don't accept hold funds a rally. No, <laughs> oh, I don't fuck around.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh once once our once our uh conversations start to dwindle and I do know your name, I'll probably it probably just end up being an initial or a um you know, first initial last name, I do that shit. But I I I'm, I'm never down bad enough to be like do not answer. I don't do all that
0: shit. I'm I'm if I gotta change your name to do not answer. Yeah,
1: I that's a blocker. Just I just need to block you, you know I what I'm saying?
0: Block you. It's you're you you no longer you no longer deserve access to me at this point.
1: Yeah, I you know, and I, and man, I know that's so hard for people, though. They talk about it all the time. It's so hard for y'all to just cut off ties with people that you had that bond with, that connection with. But I'm I'm here to tell you once you do it and you and and you let it go on long enough. I'm telling you it, it it's easy. It gets
0: easier. It gets easier.
1: Just you got, you got to do it.
0: My thing is you shouldn't be the only person that's trying to maintain that bond that maintain that connection.
1: That. And also if you already are truly convinced that that connection is not good for you, what's the struggle What's so hard about letting go? I mean, maybe I am a little, you know, cold, but if you know without a shadow of a doubt that that connection no longer serves you, regardless of the history, you got to ask yourself what am I doing?
0: What is it for?
1: Yeah, eventually just let go and let it work itself out. But you got to actively let go. You have to You know what I'm saying? Like there there, once there are exceptions. But if you if you know once again, for sure, you want to move on and you want to move on to greener pastures,
0: you gotta let go. You gotta let that shit go. You can't you can't keep referencing it back. You can't you can't hold on to the knickknacks or or, or anything like that. If you like again, the emphasis that you put on know for sure. If you know for sure, without a shadow of your doubt, what are you holding on to then? And if you're still holding on, then you don't know for sure, and that's okay. That's okay. If you don't know for sure, you need to figure that shit out. That's where that self awareness come in, though. <laughs> you you can, y'all can't see this right now, but we we're we're just you know doing the Jordan shrug and tilting our head to the side a little bit. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah i just saying like especially
0: especially if you talk about it a lot like then you really have it let go it's fresh on your mind
1: let go man what the fuck man what you got going on as much i'm breaking your shit
0: hold on let me get the strap okay
1: Yeah, I don't know what's going on right now, but apparently somebody just came to Jay's door. It sounded like somebody was trying to deliver him some DoorDash food or something. Um, If it was me, I wouldn't answer the door just based on the fact that um, I've seen enough scary movies to know that that shit usually doesn't end the way you want it to end. Hey, what's up, boy? I
0: don't know. Somebody from DoorDash. I almost got them for their food, but I'm a good person Um, today.
1: They thought you was Lauren Devontae again? (sighs) I don't know. (laughs) They they keep trying to they keep trying to bring you Lord Devontae food, bro. I
0: can't escape. I can't escape.
1: Look, man. Eventually you're just gonna have to take Lord Devontae food. I'm gonna have Lord, to be that person. Lord, Lord Devontae might be somebody that you that you did a favor for. Hey, he's just trying to get you back. <laughs> <laughs>
0: going go above and beyond to give you this food.
1: Hey, straight up. Hey, but I'm gonna end on this note though. I'm going to play this, and we'll react to it next episode, but the people that hear this, I want y'all to react to it um, on SoundCloud, in the comments, I want you to either re- react to it on Instagram, or send us a message, personally, if you don't want to react to it, it's fine, but I think it's hilarious, and... Um, Jay ain't heard it, so his instant reaction for me is going to be
0: priceless, but uh, here we go. There's one thing that every guy wants at the end of the day. Nothing. Every guy, deep down, wants to be able to sit there and do and think about nothing. Everything we do is motivated by this desire. It's why we have jobs, so that we can have enough money to eventually sit there and do nothing. It's why we weaponize incompetence, because if we pretend that we don't know how to do something long enough, he'll stop asking us and we can sit there and do nothing. Women, on the other hand, seem to be motivated by the exact opposite. Women seem to be motivated by the desire to do something. It doesn't matter what that thing is, as long as it's something. If there's nothing to do, they'll find something to do. It's why a woman would get upset if she comes home and sees her husband doing nothing. It's why men don't understand drama, because drama is literally making something out of nothing. It's already nothing. Leave it alone. Now you're making it something. It's why men are always trying to fix things, because you have a problem, I fix it, now it's nothing. Everything we do is pushing us towards that ever-elusive, sacred place of nothing. i
1: just. Hey, I know
0: that wasn't Kevin Samuel. That was just just a guy spoke to my spirit. <laughs> the internet, bro. Blame it on the internet.
1: <laughs> Look, man, I don't got no words of advice for him today.
0: I don't either. I swear to God, I don't.
1: <laughs> and rest, rest in peace to all the fallen soldiers out there that are pushing the message forward. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for this Kendrick Lamar album.
0: Streets needed. Yeah, streets yeah. needed.
1: And uh, if you haven't already listened to that Pusha tea but when you're listening to that Pusha T, make sure you, you have your little
0: little pouch with you. Some cocaine, which is social. <laughs> you you gotta move a you gotta move eight ball. You got
1: You, to. Got, you gotta move an eight ball. You got to. Man, look, man, I ain't finna be out here promoting drugs. One eight hundred,
0: call my bluff. <sighs>
1: hey, but I was real shit though. I, I don't, you know. I, I I hope sometime in the near future we can go a week and see some positive news about black males at some point. You know, black females as well, but like really overwhelmingly positive news, and it's not, you know, just extremely negative. Because all this negative news pertaining to black males and black people in general, is, but start it's starting to become real annoying, and um, it, it sucks, and I think it's really bad for the spirit. But um, all in I definitely hope that that's something that we can transition to in the summer, just a, a summer of positivity. But I know I'm reaching, hoping for that. So, anyway, as always, you know where to find us. Thank you and you're welcome. And with that being said,
0: this has been the No Boundaries Podcast. Thank you for listening. But ever since the dawn of civilization,